Welcome to Banter and Such. I'm Brando. And I'm Owen. And today we are talking about The, the Batman! Batman! Oh my gosh. Ha! Woo! This movie! Oh my gosh. I cannot wait. And it's we're getting back to basics on well, this. It is just going to be brand well, new. Well, actually, that's what I was going to say is like, because we were going to play that trick on people, but we actually have like our first celebrity guest in the Helios Network studio today. We actually have Robert Pattinson. Batman himself is actually here in our studio. Uh, but if you've seen the movie, you know he's a quiet type. So he's right now he's just brooting in the corner. Yeah, I don't know he's, he's just staring much. at us directly in the eyes. But I assure you, he's actually Robert Pattinson is with us on the show today. We here at the Healers never have to tell you that Robert Pattinson is <laughs> actually not here in the studio. But we wish he was. We have no evidence whatsoever, but trust me, he's here. <laughs> Let's get into some BS. Dude, okay, so first off, this motherfucking movie. Wow. Wow. I cannot believe it. So I had some skepticism going into oh, yes. this movie. Oh, yes. I, you know, if you're a longtime listener, you know that I am a huge Batman fan. I failed miserably at our Batman <laughs> episode of trivia. Well, because that part of your brain is taken up with all this useless Star Wars shit. Probably true. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm more of a Batman comic book nerd. Yeah. The movies I know a lot about, but the trivia was all about the movies, which I sh- probably should have just known. But anyways, I, like I'm more comic booky stuff. You knew a lot. I just knew like a stupid amount. Yeah. You, yeah. It's just <laughs> still upsetting. But this movie was holy shit. Yeah, I'm not, it, it surpassed all expectations for me. Yeah, I, I, I'm the same way. Like, I was skeptical, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. They cast Robert Pattinson, and I'm like, and I know he's a good actor, you know what I mean? But he's, he's still got that, like, twilight on him, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm uh, actually, before we even start talking about this stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm not even going to say anything about it. Crack and open a cold one. Brought to you by Xavier Thompson of Benchmark Realty. If you're in the Nashville area, look no further than Xavier Thompson for all your realtor needs. Thank you, Zavi Daddy. Woo. I'm so mm, excited mm, about mm. this movie, I almost forgot to plug him. And uh, Xavier, thank you so much. Uh, but this is his uh, officially last episode Dude, that he is sponsoring. You've been awesome. Yeah, Our very you, first sponsor. Thank uh, you, bro. Yeah, he wants to sit down and talk about more, some more stuff. Anyways. The Batman. You are yes. correct. Robert Pattinson, you know, everyone really knows him, like you said, from Twilight. Yeah, controversy. Controversy. It's, well, you know, we talked about a lot about that in the Batman, in the previous Batman episode with, oh, yeah. with Venus, where there hasn't been a non-controversial Batman. Every time they announce an actor, yeah. uh-uh. it pisses everyone off. Everybody off. Yeah. And I was part of that because I have seen a lot of... Rob Pattinson's newer movies, um, The Lighthouse with Willem Dafoe. He he he's he actually Crazy. is a legit actor. Yeah, Water like, for Elephants. Yeah. Uh, I forget, can never, can't remember the name, but it's the one where he's like a drug addict. Uh, it's twenty twenty. I haven't seen a lot of okay. his. I, I've seen The Lighthouse. He is he's like the like Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Like first couple movies laughed at because of how horrible it like was. Like you think he's just like a, a shallow heartthrob kind of yeah. guy. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. Now it's. Holy Give him an shit. Oscar, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was so fucking good. He was he was so good. And I'm gonna just start off just fucking controversy after controversy. Yeah. I have so many controversial things to say today, uh, but I'm gonna say this. I thought his Robert Pattinson's portrayal of Batman in this movie is my favorite movie Batman of all time. I I, th- I think the, the people you. agree. Thank you. Yeah, I I'm I'm right there with you. 
the, our live audience, thank you for clapping along. I'm happy and, that you agree. And I'm not just saying that because Robert Pattinson is in the studio with us here today. No, that has <laughs> nothing to do with it. I'm not just saying that, buddy. <laughs> oh, Bobby P, I love you. <laughs> Bobby P. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, and with that, Robert Pattinson has left the room because he doesn't like being called Bobby P. He stormed out. Oh, he man. He brooded his way out he of here. He brooded. He actually just disappeared into a shadow yeah. in the corner. But no, but, but, uh, but go for it. But his Batman, that, specifically the Batman. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that, and I'm not like disparaging anybody else's like Christian Bale and Ben Affleck, because I even say Ben Affleck was my favorite lo- up to this I, point. I loved Ben Affleck. And they're all great. They're all great, right? But I say this one because, for one reason. In so many scenes in this movie, he is just not saying anything. He yeah. is silent. He's brooding. And people will ask him questions and talk to him. And he will just look at them and not say anything. And that is such a Batman thing, man. Yeah, it's... You know, I've been having a lot of talks with people about this. And this movie's actually been very controversial. It's uh, either uh-huh. everyone, either you're like Brando and I, which I will say I think it is easily the best superhero movie of all time. Well, don't... Hold hold okay, hold on because okay. I want to talk more about that. Got that. Okay. I'm spe- I'm talking about just Batman. Portrayal. Just Batman. Yeah. Uh, but everyone like, oh, I don't get it. Like, you know, it w- he wasn't really Bruce Wayne. He wasn't the Playboy billionaire. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. He's yeah. like two. He's not even two years into being Batman. Yeah. Right. Or just, yeah. like, just about two years. Yeah. People still don't really know who Batman is, and he has been given where he's like, I just want to be the Batman. Yeah. The, 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 I I fuck Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne is dead. Like, yeah, I he, just want to be the there Batman. is no Bruce Wayne persona. Yeah, because if like, for example, the Christian Bale movies, you know, Bruce Wayne is fake. He's make believe. Yeah, he's still the playboy millionaire. But he puts so, it on as a mm-hmm. show. Whereas in this, he doesn't have anything. So that's what I was going to say. My second half of that opinion is this is actually my least favorite portrayal of Bruce Wayne. See, I, I think I think his portrayal of Bruce Wayne, I I would prefer Christian Bale over that. I like the sleek, suave playboy, uh, rich boy. Uh, persona. Whereas this, he was he was genuinely brooding, genuinely kind of emo, you know, and, yeah. and that's because because he was he was being real. Well, but but I didn't like that. See, I did. I because he's meant to be a younger, you know, he's a complete opposite of Ben Affleck, right? Like Ben Affleck is yeah. like the old. He's been doing this for Seasoned, a while. Yeah, Season yeah. grizzled, you know, almost Batman Beyond esque Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Where this is like he's meant to be, like I said, he's young. He's I think only supposed to be like in his late twenties. Yeah, because uh, early 30s. his parents were killed. I think in two thousand one mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah, so and that's so, you know twenty one years ago. ago. So, yeah. yeah, so you get to see that right, and and it's just really interesting to see that. I liked that side of him though, right? Where he was so he didn't believe that he could do anything to change the city as Bruce Wayne. He thought he the only way he can change the city is by b- becoming the Batman. Yeah, yeah. And that's why, like, there was that scene with Alfred where he's, like, talking about, you know, he's like, no, you still need it. Like, you, the board of directors are here. He's like, no, cancel it. And he's like, no, you still need yeah. to, You still need to be Bruce Wayne. He's You're, like, no. The Wayne legacy still matters. Yeah. And, and like, he, no. he, he's just like, fuck it all. No, it's yeah. Yeah. Well, he was even confronted by that woman at the funeral also. She was like, I think there's more you could be doing for the city. Oh, the, uh, the mayor. Just, uh, well, oh, yeah. Was that the mayor? Yeah, that was yeah, the mayor. yeah. Um, where she just straight up confronts me. And if you know anything about the Batman mythos, so here's a common, like, like kind of a meme joke about Batman is that, like, he's this billionaire and he tries to help the world by going and, like, punching poor people. <laughs> 
if you heard this. Yeah. But like in reality, he really does have, you know, like philanthropic funds and stuff like, mm-hmm. like charitable organizations. Like Bruce Wayne actually, he, he does both. Yes. As Bruce Wayne, he does a lot of charity and phil- philanthropic stuff. But in this movie, it's before any of that happens. Yeah. So he's literally there, there's just no Bruce Wayne in this movie. He is vengeance. He is not justice. Which oh is yeah. Where that's the big difference is yeah. you know a lot more of the other Batman movies and even some of the comics is more he is justice, not vengeance. Yeah. He's yeah. meant to be a little bit more on the good side where he's really kind of borderline evil in this movie, in my opinion. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's evil, but he is. Ah, uh, what's the word for it? I mean, he's he's a little too intense. Yeah, you know, he, he's he, he's but but that's the point of the movie is by the end of the movie he realizes mm-hmm. like he's the effect like he's it's almost like it's it's interesting because and I've I've said this before and people fucking hate it when I say this, but there's more like Batman actually has a lot in common with Superman. Get out. Um, get, it, get out. <laughs> I'm telling no, you, get people out. fucking hate it when I say this because if you look at they both have that no kill policy. So they mm-hmm. both value human life. They have this like universal value of human life and like people can change and you know, I can't go too far, blah, blah, blah. But they're also like heroic. It's just Batman's heroic in his way. Yeah. He's not heroic in the Boy Scout way like Superman. He's heroic in, you know, I'm going to get shit done. He's very more yeah. utilitarian. And he's, uh, what, what's a, uh, um, Wow, why can't I think of the fucking term now? He, uh, a person that tries to see from multiple angles is a, yes, that uh, person. Uh, yeah, multiple personality. Yeah, yeah the schizophrenic. Joker, yeah. Schizophrenic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Which, like, I mean, come on. I mean, Batman could be schizophrenic. See, I, so there's that angle, right? Yeah. Is Batman- Pra-pragmatic. Pragmatic. Pragmatic, yeah. He's pragmatic. But like, is Batman like uh, mentally unwell? I would say so. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people who say that. Yeah, I mean- I, I get the idea of, you know, parents were killed, Cape Crusader, yeah. whole night, like trying to change, you know, the, how bad Gotham is and destitute yeah. and corruption and all that. And this is how he can do it. But I mean, man, to put on a mask and fight crime every single night and beat the living shit out of people to near death. Yeah. You got to have some issues. See, I think in the real world, that's true. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you're Fair. not all. Fair. But I think that's the one fantasy conceit about Batman. Is that um, I I see him more of as like an intense, all the way kind of person. Like, have you ever seen these documentaries about like the people who climb like mountain climbers and stuff like oh, that? Oh, free mountain climbers. That, like who have no ropes yeah, and shit free. like that. Yeah. And like uh, they're called like free solo. Mm-hmm. And uh, like they're so into their thing that they go all the fucking way. Right. Yeah. And 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 if you look at those people, they're like aliens to us. They're not human. You know what I mean? Because the way they think and the way they live life and the way they do money and the way they value things. I think Batman's like that, where he's just all in on his thing. And that's being the Batman. And that's why, yeah. I, uh, to reinforce my point, I really like that portrayal of even yeah. Bruce Wayne all is Batman. because yeah. he was all Batman. There was no... 50-50 or 90-10, yeah. it was well, that, 100% Batman. That fucking, those three scenes where he goes to the Iceberg, lo- iceberg Lounge. Oh, gosh. And yes. the first time he shows up, he knocks on the door, <laughs> and they open the door, and he goes, do you know who I am? And he's Batman. Yeah, <laughs> and he beats up those twins, he gets us away. Yeah. The second time he shows up, knocks on the door, is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And he goes, do you know who I am? <laughs> and then the third time, he knocks on the door, and he just slips in. <laughs> Sneaks in, yeah. <laughs> Which was a beautiful scene. Oh, man. Beautiful scene. So, oh, man, shit. Okay, so where do we want to begin with this, right? How about the big question? This is the, you want to okay. talk about her? This is the big question. Okay, hit me with it. All right. The Dark Knight mm-hmm. versus 
The Batman. The Batman. Which one is the ba- better the Batman. movie? Really? The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. You would... Th- Easy. Over the Dark Knight. Over the Dark Knight. Does that not feel a little blasphemous, though? Okay, so here's my thing, and I... This is, okay, this is probably gonna be a hot take here. Heath Ledger? Do you not give a shit about so Heath that's Ledger? The thing. I'm like, yeah, I, I get... He, he died he, so he, that you could watch this movie. See, okay, now you're just sounding like all the Reddit and, trolls. And you're gonna just shit on Heath Ledger's you know, legacy? Well, yeah, okay, if that's what I, I... If that's what you want to call it as, that's what I'm gonna fucking do right now. Okay? <laughs> Okay, okay, Reddit trolls. Here's the thing. I am not discounting Heath Ledger. It, he was yeah, honestly amazing. The yeah. best live action Joker we probably will ever have. Well, aside from Jared Leto. Get the fuck. <laughs> okay, I am kidding on that one. I do have controversial opinions, but that was a joke. <laughs> I actually don't really think that any that's off topic. Anyways, Heath Ledger, Dark Knight, great. Like, but you know, it does suck that he took his own life, you know, very well, I don't empathetic I don't, towards it. I don't think it was suicide. I think it was like an overdose. I think it was accidental. I think it was. No, it was Was it a suicidal yeah, death? Oh, yeah, okay. I it, yeah, I think Well, whichever way, it was tragic either it was way. Tragic. Very sad either and, way. And yes. you know, Oh, to honor him, it's great, but I, I don't think just because a person died, you have to. Yeah, I'm totally. You don't all I'm, suddenly have to dial their it up yeah. to like, oh my god, you know. But I, he was, he was crazy. It was great. And the movie's fantastic, but for me, it's not just it's a better Batman movie. Yeah, I just think overall it is a better movie. That's interesting because yeah. so I one of my favorite things about watching any movie is the cinematography. And the cinematography oh. in this movie oh. is so well oh. done. Yes. I love the Nolan style. Like, Nolan's very over-the-top, very gritty, very... He, well, his action and the thriller aspect, the way he films, he's very intense. Yes. He can film intensity. It's, but yeah. with Matt Reeves and the way he was just got, uh, what's his name, to be the cinematographer... He was from Dune, wasn't uh, he? Greg Frazier, which we talked about it, which do, he did Dune... Rogue One, Zero Dark Thirty, oh. now the Batman. He's Dude, in a bunch Zero of Dark stuff. Thirty is a beautiful yeah. movie. And if you heard our Dune episode, you know that like we fucking love I think Dune is like a painting. You mm. you could go to oh, yeah. you go to the Louvre in, in Paris and see Dune up on the wall. <laughs> Just the God. movie playing. <laughs> right next to like fucking Mona Lisa. Yeah, right? and Bobby P's right there with <laughs> <him>. <laughs> Bobby P's in the corner. Um, you guys want to see the Batman? <laughs> but he also directed some stuff from the Mandal or uh, cinematographer uh the Mandalorian as oh, well. Oh wow, wow. So I love the storyline. I love that it was a little bit more noir detective. Yes. Rather than just like, here's Batman. It's an action movie. Like there's really only like three or four scenes of action in the entire Batman movie. Quantity wise, there's not a lot of action, but Mm -hmm. quality wise, I said when there's spurts of it, it's very good. Yes. Yeah. And so for me, I... I think the Dark Knight is the best of the trilogy of the the Nolan trilogy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, by leaps and bounds, but I think I I personally think that the Batman was more enjoyable and a better viewing experience for me. See, like, uh, okay, so that's in my mind too. Is like, so up until this point, I would say the Dark Knight is the best Batman movie ever made, right? Um, and, Possibly. And, and I like them all. Um, I like them all for different reasons, mm-hmm. but like the Dark Knight is like the best Batman movie of all time. When I came out of this one, I had movie high, and I even because we watched it together, and I even told you I was walking next to you. And I was like, "All right, look, I'm high on this movie." <laughs> yeah. Because when I walk out of a movie, I'm always I, it's the best movie I've ever seen. Ever, whatever it is, I came out of Green, Green Lantern. And I was like, "That's the best movie I've ever seen." <laughs> wow, for the third time this episode, we're like, get out. <laughs> I'm just hey man, I'm being open and transparent. Yep. I got yep. movie high. Mm-hmm. I love going to the movies. I'd appreciate if you at least lied to me a little bit in some of these statements. <laughs> I, this is the first time I say, do not full, tell me the truth. Full transparency. You get the full Brandon exposure here. I am butt naked in front of you. I'm bearing my soul, Owen. Yeah, that's unfortunate. 
<laughs> but I, I gave it time, you know, and I went and saw it again today for the second time, and I came away, and I, I, I really do think this is the better Batman movie. Not to say anything negative about The Dark Knight in any way. Yeah. The Dark Knight is a fucking masterpiece. It's a great, it's a great movie, yes. I mean, the story is a masterpiece. Heath Ledger is brilliant. Uh, Christopher Nolan uh, uh, or Christian Bale is amazing. I mean, everything, every moment about that first of uh, uh, The Dark Knight yeah. is, is just perfect. I mean, it's just so perfect. And they're so different, though. The Batman is such a different movie. And that's what is one of the things I wanted to bring up after you were done. So now that you're here, yes, 100%. It is hard to, you know, I did say I enjoyed the Batman more, but they are two very different styles of movies. Yes. The Nolan ones are not really, I mean, they have some detectiveness in them, some like, you know, noir feel to it. But it's really just at the end of the day, the Nolan movies are superhero action movies yeah even this, less superhero almost yeah I mean, it's but, almost like more of a straightforward it's almost like closely it feels more like inception than yeah. it does like a marvel movie, movie. yeah 100 and i mean funny inception nolan so yeah you of know, course yeah. but the thing is with this is this felt like the batman that i've always really liked so, yeah so some of my favorite comics uh, from Batman is ones that actually this were used to base this movie off of. So the first one. Oh, yeah. We talked about it. Hush. Yeah. Hush. Yeah. Long Halloween. Oh. Year one. Uh, Ego. Echo. No, Ego. Ego. Batman Ego. Ooh, I don't think yeah, I've seen that that's one. A good, that's a good one, too. Yeah, or Reddit, all, yeah. All those are a little bit more on the detective side of Batman. What's interesting is Long Halloween was in The Dark Knight also. There are... Um, influences and and beats from the Long Halloween yes, that are in yes. the Dark Knight also. So it, it it takes inspiration from that. But I I think like what you're saying, I'm and I'm agreeing with it. Is like it, it's it's more comic booky in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like I was actually surprised, almost like it felt uh, a little bit more Tim Burton than I realized. Yeah, this one like uh, to finish the thought where you know the Nolan movies are actions superhero action movies. This felt a lot more like a psychological thriller. Yeah. And so I love scary thriller movies as well. And that's one of the reasons why I love Batman because it's a combination of fear and superhero. And this one, it really dialed in. Like, you know, there was some disturbing stuff in the no- in Dark Knight with, like, the Joker about to torture somebody. But that oh, yeah. first fucking scene of the Batman, when you realize you are not from the perspective of Batman, you're from the perspective of Riddler. Oh, yeah. My favorite part of the entire movie is we're, you know, 30 seconds in and it pans to the mayor in his house alone. Oh, yes. It's just a TV and he walks past this hallway and the TV lights up and there's, you see that Riddler Riddler's is standing behind in that, him. like Zodiac looking And, and Brando jumped. He's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I like, literally had a reaction. Like, oh, I was like, oh, well, that's how I would describe this movie. Like if, if, if there's one thing I could say about, because this is a Batman movie, like unlike there's ever been. Yeah. You know, like Tim Burton has got like this, like uh, like gothic superhero movies. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Christopher Nolan's like a realistic crime action movie. This is a, I, I would describe it with two words, noir detective. Yes. This is a noir detective. It's, I mean, heavy on the detective. They are, they're at the crime scene solving murders, putting clues together, yeah. figuring out things. That is what this movie is. And we've never had a Batman movie like, now Batman has solved crimes before or at least like done detective work before well, yeah because there's a c and c that's it starts with cat Catwoman. yeah <laughs> it's adam west <laughs> he's world's greatest detective well there was uh there was what's his name in batman forever uh fucking val kilmer you know e enigma yeah. <laughs> edward enigma <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what? 
Mr. E? Yeah. Mr. E? Yeah. Oh, shut up. No, that. Yeah. No, this one This one actually allowed that it felt like – so this kind of fits my whole thing with sticks, right? Like this didn't have to be a Batman movie. That's true. That's your thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it – you know, they added Batman into it, but it really was just a – like a seven, right? Yes. Um, seven um, is a great one that kind of felt like that. Uh, even Zodiac. I mean, he he based Riddler off the Zodiac killer and even oh, the yeah. Zodiac movie and Which, things like that. So it, that's it's funny that you mentioned the movie Seven because it really does feel a lot like this because it's yeah. it's one crime scene after another and they show up and they're they're detecting the crime scene, yeah. you know, and they're they get one more clue and every time there's another murder they get another clue and they get closer to solving it mm-hmm. and it's true like it's very much kind of got that same vibe as seven yeah and I mean there's like other parallels too because I was thinking about this a lot where even I think seven starts with the perspective of the killer like really yeah no wait no sorry I'm thinking uh, Halloween. Because there's even at the, the first Halloween movie, it starts with just, you know. Oh, yeah. Michael the Myers Mike Myers, yeah. Putting on the mask and it's just his breath. Just oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Like they did in this and movie. Kills that, like, smoking hot Dano was so good as the Riddler. He was. Dude, yeah. He so was the characters. Perfectly brilliant and insane. We should talk about the characters for a moment. Okay. Riddler. So that whole Zodiac inspired design of him, it was brilliant. And the way that his clues were very Zodiac type clues mm-hmm. with like puzzles and all, all that stuff. And, uh, the cipher. Yeah. The cipher. So that's a real thing. Zodiac killer is a real, mm-hmm. real thing. And he really, I mean, that's straight up Riddler shit right there, yeah. man. So the, uh, the Zodiac was killing random innocent people in the sixties in the Bay area of San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. And they still, I was going to say, they didn't catch him. We still don't, know who, don't know who the fuck he is. There's a movie called Zodiac, which Jake Gyllenhaal and Robert Downey Jr. Which is a, a great movie. It's a good one. Great, great movie. Yeah. But, um, so they designed him. So the Riddler, he doesn't fight Batman. He's not, there's, no. he, and he doesn't need to, you know what I mean? And that's, what's so great about him is and he's, that's he's the but Riddler, he's crazy. Though. He's literally yeah. unhinged, man. Yeah. It's not like, oh, he's crazy because he kills people. It's like, no, he's he's unhinged. He is like a savant in his own, yeah. you know, very intelligent, very brilliant. And yet it, the Riddler has never been the bad guy that fights Batman. Yeah, you don't need that. And we that's what that. I was going to be confused. Uh, I was going to be concerned with, right, is if they do like the big fight scene at the end, like the every single fucking superhero movie does, right? Yeah, like the, yeah. the hero has to fight the villain. Yeah. I was like, well, what's going to be the fucking point? It's the Riddler. Yeah. But the way they did it was that he got this online following yeah. and other people to dress up like him and show up and just start fucking shooting people. But they had a battle, but it's just battle of the wits, battle of minds. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Which is how the Riddler, but there was no like Riddler gadgets. You know, like the Jim Cur- uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, and Jim Carrey is like wonderful because it's it's fun to watch Jim Carrey as yes. the Riddler in Batman Forever. You know, but for this, it's like we don't need little little Riddler bombs. We don't need a Riddler <laughs> cane, you know, a, a Riddler yeah. airplane. What the fuck uh, he has? A suction cup that <laughs> absorbs the intelligence of people watching TV. None of that. There's, yeah. he, you know what? His, his biggest gadget was that roll of fucking duct tape. Oh, my God. And every time you... Yeah. That was creepy, man. Yeah. You're just like, un- you're like, Ugh. there was a, that part when he when he kills the mayor at the beginning, and he's like on top of him. Oh. The, the way he was like on top of him and like was ripping it, it was seemed kind of sexual. Like they made it very, yeah. Like yeah. this was like this is something well, that the Riddler in, the, was getting off. on. I think that's the point. I don't know. I don't. Well, I don't know if it was sexual, but it it was definitely like in your space. Yeah. Like he's he's because he was straddling the the mm-hmm. body. I guess he was dead at that time. No, he's still alive. Was he still alive? Yeah. So oh, I think shit. the whole entire point is like he beat him unconscious and then wrapped his head oh, in the oh, duct tape to make him smother suffocate. him. Yeah. Oh. 
but that's the whole point with the Riddler is like he he gets he's in your home mm-hmm. he and then he's straddling this guy and he's and he's just up in your space and yep. it's just uncomfortable. You're like, dude, get away! And with that freaky ass mask, and you're just like, it, it was so cool to have him and like the the play that he did, you know, with Batman with like you know the uh, leaving the notes. Oh yeah, and the riddles, and then having that FaceTime call with him, and having those moments with him where he's like always just one step ahead of Batman was so cool. Yeah, oh yeah, and it shows because like you know it was like well Batman was stupid, he didn't solve it. I'm like yeah, but like that's the point. He's young and naive. Right? I don't know. I mean, he cause... still was a good detective, but I think he's learning to become the greatest detective because he always was. He got everything wrong. That's, he... Well, I mean, he, he he solved all the riddles, though. Yes, but he was didn't see the big plan. Yeah, until it was too late. He, he was one step behind him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which which I thought was because he kept solving it and he kept figuring out. He was just the Riddler was just a little too fast for him. Yeah, I love how they also play how Paul Dano played it, where like he was very calm and collected because he's planned everything. Yep, he's like uh, he's got he's got the master plan. He's the mm-hmm. villain with the master plan, right? And he explains the master plan at the end of the movie. Except when Batman challenges him, and with and when anything doesn't go as planned, he freaks the, the fuck, fuck out. out. And the way he freaks out is so good. Like he has these one syllable words that he just mm-hmm. extends. He's like, "Ah, I don't like this." You know, like he says stuff like, that. and it's like, "Ooh, this yeah. is this this guy is un." You never singing know. Singing Ave Maria. Yes, yeah. you have no idea what he's going to do next. Yeah. And I loved him. He's great. He's great. So let's just get to it. We talked a little bit about it, but at the end when he has that final exchange with Batman before the flood, he keeps Oh saying, at Arkham. At Arkham, he keeps saying Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Bruce Wayne. yeah, yeah. So the question is, do you think he knows that Batman is Bruce Wayne? Well, the movie kind of left it ambiguous. Yes. It kind did. of. Yeah. Um, but upon second viewing, okay. I I don't think he knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. So I originally agreed with you. After thinking about it, though, I started to remember. I forgot which comic book it is, but it's Hush. Like, I know it Hush. About. Yeah. Okay. So in Hush, Riddler knows that that he, that he Bruce Wayne it out. Yeah. is Batman, but he refuses to tell anybody because what's the point of knowing the answer to a riddle that everybody else knows the answer yeah. to? If everyone knows the, the greatest answer, riddle is who is Batman, Riddler figured it out and is not going to tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah, because so, if everyone knew, it wouldn't be fun. It wouldn't be fun for him. Like, yeah, that, why should everybody know? I figured this out. Well, the movie kind of leans into that too. Is like, is he cleverly trying to uh, turn away from the fact he doesn't outright say that he knows? Yeah, but at the same time, you're thinking like, does he know? I don't think he does know. I think he was just out to kill Bruce Wayne because he was a billionaire. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the son of Thomas Wayne. So I, I think that's another cool thing about the movie. It leaves that open ended I mean, to the point when you finally find out, you know, that Bruce's dad, Thomas, was in cahoots with Falcone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For a bit. And like all this stuff is like, well, was it Falcone? Was it Maroney? Was it just some? Oh, that's another person? thing. Yeah. And I love that there was like it. it it's these. It's one of these three options, and we have no idea which one it is. Yeah, the or the one that that moment where Falcone dies, mm-hmm. and he's, he's he's in Batman's arms essentially, and you see that look on Batman's face of like now the the answer will die with him, mm-hmm. you know, because Maroni I think was already dead, right? Yeah, uh, no, Maroni's not dead. Was he? Was he not dead? No, well, he, he doesn't just, appear he in the got, movie. No, right? he just got busted. There was always the talk where he got yeah. busted in a, in a crime bust. But I, I guess I got the sense that Maroney was dead because as soon as Falcone died, then you're like, oh, now he'll never know who really killed his parents. Yeah. 
And at a certain point in the movie, you think, oh, it's Falcone. And then you think, oh, it's Maroney. You don't know. Yeah. And so who killed – or like Alfred says, it could have just been some random guy who was trying to rob him mm-hmm. and pulled the trigger too soon. You know, which is the Joe Chill, Joe you Chill. Know, from the com- from the comic. Joe Chill. You know, was that one of your no? Uh, that was a question uh, for the last one that we did. Was Joe yeah, Chill, I think. the guy who killed uh, his parents, parents Joe yeah. Chill. Um, which, well, so what do you think about uh, some of the other characters? Yeah, I was I was just about to go into that. I think Zoe Kravitz puts Michelle Pfeiffer up for the run for the best Catwoman. You and I did talk about this mm-hmm. on the way out of the movie. Mm-hmm. I said, and I don't know if you still think this, so I don't want to speak for you. But I said, I think Zoe Kravitz is my favorite Catwoman. I thought this portrayal of Catwoman was my favorite one. And, I, and, and yeah. I like Michelle Pfeiffer and Anne Hathaway. Yeah, I think, you know, I, between the three, I think, sorry, Anne, but I think you were not the best of no, Catwomans. No. She was fine. Uh, she but was fine. I'm Michelle not, Pfeiffer was but next Michelle's, level. Dude, yeah. yeah. And I think there, I have to, you know, realize that I have some bias in this, right? Where it's, I grew up watching the yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. Catwoman. And to this day, it's a fantasy wet dream of mine to have a lady in the Michelle Pfeiffer cat costume, <laughs> Catwoman costume. Uh, but is there's, I have nothing bad to say about Zoe Kravitz in this. Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. She puts Michelle Pfeiffer up for a run. Well, that's another thing, too, is that they're so different. I mean, because, like, we were comparing the Dark Knight and the Batman. Well, comparing Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, it... The crazy thing, if you take Batman and Batman Returns, mm-hmm. they're so alike. They're both Tim Burton movies. They're both – you can com- say which one is the better, better Batman because yeah. they're like the same movie, right, or, or similar. Whereas like this movie is so different than the other ones. This Catwoman is so different. Like Michelle Pfeiffer is amazing in her own way. Yeah. Zoe Kravitz is amazing. However, I, I lean towards the Zoe Kravitz. Like she was just – I thought their relationship was so interesting because she wasn't a villain I have in a thing for strays. Yeah. I was like, you have a lot of cats. <laughs> <sighs> she she was this almost like a tragic character who was yeah. just hurting. And yeah, I mean, wanting to get revenge. You, you talk about that uh, Falcone was her father. Yeah. Bro, oh, beautiful, beautiful. And, yeah, yeah, and having that old twist, which I think there's been a couple comic book series where that is actual actually true yeah she's had a couple of different backstories but each one there's some kind of tragedy yeah involved. but i'm saying yeah. there's actually a couple of comics that she is falcone's daughter. yeah 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 um so i thought that was great her you know having her, her roommate her best friend her significant other they don't really say too much on on what their relationship is with annika yeah yeah it's, so i don't want to presume anything well but... they're why well, uh, they're uh well obviously they're roommates and they work together at the iceberg lounge yeah and at the what is it the 44 or whatever some of their verbiage though seems like they might have something more yeah but yeah it doesn't really matter we don't know it don't it's know left yeah this, yeah uh but like to have that where she's just looking for her friend right yeah and she's going on these cat burglar sprees to Get things for her friend, like get her yeah. passport back, get some money for her, do yeah. this, do that. And it was really cool to have that where it wasn't just like the, I got pushed out the window and now I'm just seeking revenge on man. That, <laughs> Cats you know, licked my wounds was, and yeah. now have cat powers. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. What are cat powers? Ah, I don't know. I have nine I lives. Have knives. Always <laughs> well, land on my feet. You get the sense too that this uh, Selena Kyle has like seen some shit too. Like she's she was orphaned. She was uh, she's <laughs> raised on the streets. You know, she's seen some shit. So it's like this roommate of hers, this is only the latest tragedy to mm-hmm. happen in her life. They never explicitly say that, but you do get the sense that she's portrayed that way. And so you're just like, it almost like this Catwoman is a good person. She's just been through a ton of shit. Yeah. And which has kept her from being a good person. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, she, no way, shape, or form is, does anything evil in the movie. No. 
I mean, the, she steals some shit, cool, but it's for a decent reason. You know, they make her a really good <laughs> yeah. anti-hero. I love how Batman doesn't even care. Like, it's not like Batman's trying to catch her because she steals out of some billionaire's safe. You know, yeah. like in like old cartoons, you'd see that. It's like, you can't do that. You're under arrest. Yes. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> You're stealing from a billionaire. No one cares, <laughs> man. Like, steal that dude's jewels. <laughs> His fucking diamonds. In this movie, like, he does catch her, but he he doesn't care about what no, she's it, stealing. It, yeah, yeah. It's just like, cool, whatever. Like, yeah. he's there's something big here and he knows that he can use her yeah yeah to get to like the, the answer that he needs well they both kind of use each other oh fair very Which, very very fair and so they have a very powerful they're both very powerful people in this they're powerful and guarded yes and that was very fun to watch and the fight scene between them which only lasts maybe 30 seconds but it was good it was good and did you notice like batman dominated that fight scene oh 100 like catwoman should be able to keep up but batman she's not on Batman's level. Not yet. No, definitely not yet. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, she, you, you, they don't really ever call her Catwoman. They don't. She calls herself the cat. cat. Yeah. The cat and the bat. Yeah. Which is the name of a comic series. Yes. Where Batman and Catwoman get married. married. Yeah. But they're yeah. also t- romantic in Hush. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's a couple Well, they have a long ones. tradition, yeah. like past but, 20 years or so. Yeah. It was just great. Anyways, to move on though, because we need to talk about the person that stole the fucking movie. Uh, the Penguin? Colin Farrell as a actually it's not even Colin Farrell. It's not, it's Colin, not Colin Farrell. Farrell. I don't know who, who the fuck up. is that. I have no idea. I've seen Colin Batman, Farrell. Batman, can you figure out who played <laughs> Penguin for us? They got some dude that they're calling Colin Farrell. Farrell. I was like that. Apparently, his kids got real freaked out by that too. Like, I, I'm freaked out staring at him because I love Colin Farrell. Yeah, he's a he's a good actor. He's a great actor, but I, he doesn't look like Colin Farrell. Doesn't he doesn't sound, sound like doesn't move like. Even him. if you take the accent out of Colin Farrell, he still has a way of talking, mm-hmm. and it's it's not present at all. Yeah. And he's he's straight up. He's more like Robert De Niro in Dude, this movie. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's, he's he's like a young Robert De Niro. The the way that he interacts with Batman and like he runs the Iceberg Lounge yeah. and everything, you can tell he thinks of himself as the man that's in power, but there's always somebody above him. Yeah. That's Falcone. Uh, Carmine, Carmine, Carmine Falcone. Yeah. Falcone? Actually, I don't know. in the Christopher Nolan movies, they call him Carmine Falcone. That's right, Falcone. And this but is in this, Falcon. it's Falcone. Falcone, yeah. Yeah, he, which uh, I always thought it's Falcone. But like he is so desperate to be number one that that's why like they think like maybe he's trying to flip on Falcone. Yeah. But it's like, no matter what, there's always somebody uh, that's above him. Yeah. And you can tell there's that power struggle. He wants to be on top so bad. But I can't. Yeah. But see, that's, that's, that's a penguin I'm interested in. Yes. A penguin who is not the number one guy. Yeah. But he acts like he is. Batman always dominates him. Mm-hmm. Right. And in this movie, you know, Carmine Falcone is above him, mm-hmm. you know, but he still acts like he's on top. He shows no fear whatsoever nope. to him. Batman fucks him up yep. in this movie, like pretty bad. And even oh, yeah. when he's tied up after the whole fucking car chase scene, which we do need to at least oh, talk God. about for a yeah. second. Well, that's, we're talking about the, you know, Penguin and stuff like yeah. that. So, which is, oh my gosh. <laughs> the car chase <laughs> Can we just say for, okay, so this one I say psychological thriller, one Woo! of the most intimidating moments of the entire movie yeah. is that drug bust scene, then Batman disappears, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden you start hearing that car rev, a car engine rev. I'll, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say this, Owen. I'm going to say you're welcome. 
because when we when we were gonna go see this movie, and everyone who's listening oh, needs to hear this. I know, okay. Owen was like, "You want to go to some basic ass movie theater? Oh, just get IMAX." And I was That's like, "No, basic. dude, let's drive forty minutes and go see it in fucking Dolby, south of Nashville. We're going to the Dolby Theater." And Owen's like, "Sure, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. It's like twice as much." <laughs> yeah. But we had those big old fucking recliner chairs. Oh, man. And when Batman turned the Batmobile on, and that fucking subwoofer in my headrest mm. rattled my brain in my skull. Dude. <laughs> so and it just like all suddenly like you could see the heat of the engine and it oh. looks like a fucking dragon like it yes. literally looks like a dragon's in the darkness coming at them it was a straight monster yeah the batmobile was a monster it was so cool and like flames were coming out the side of it too oh yeah it was just so cool and that fight that car chase scene is i i'm gonna say this probably one of the best car chase scenes in cinema cinematography yeah. the movie it world. was great it was so cool and that's where the uh photo director of photography craig did so well is at no point i mean there's a couple times where the camera was like floating and you were like watching them but like 99 percent of the time mm-hmm. the camera was attached to the car yes. in some way shape or form like it was inside the back seat looking backwards right you're, so you're in the action you felt like you were in the back seat turning around yeah. seeing where batman's at yes or like they did some angles sometimes where it's like you're the rear view mirror mm-hmm. right so yes. you could see penguin's face still on everything behind him. He's like yeah i got you yeah i got and then comes well, roaring well, through that fire. did you notice too how like it wasn't your typical car chase scene where they're like like turning and curving and like there's you know and turn they on gear this shift alley. eighteen times. Yeah, <laughs> they shift up. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like they they didn't actually the majority of this scene was like on the interstate mm-hmm. and they were just going straight mm-hmm. the whole time. And I had a friend point this out is that the car chase scene like instead of like them chasing through a city or whatever and trying to like skid around obstacles, the obstacles were other cars on the interstate. Mm-hmm. And these fucking tankers and big semi trucks, and it's like, and they're just going in a straight line the entire time. Yeah. But like, they're trying to get around these other cars, and you're like, it was intense, man. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh, when Penguin's like, get out of the way. I was like, yeah, get out of the way. And I was like, no, wait, wait, Batman's got to get you. <laughs> but you just yeah. feel like you're in it, man. And that, and that's one of the things I really liked. And I was going to talk about this when we talked specifically about uh, the director of photography, but the way that he shot. Almost every single scene was like you were there. Yes. There was sometimes there was like close-ups of like when Catwoman is trying to crack a safe, like you get like a really close-up of her eye on the telescope or her turning the dial to the point where like you felt like you were right there. And it was almost like it was a little too close to really see what it was. Like you got lost in the forest from the trees, which is what Batman well is, happens with Riddler. So Christopher Nolan filmed uh, his movies that way too, with the action scenes where he's got these quick cuts and you never quite see the action. And act- and people are like, oh, because that, that's what it's like being in it. And I never like that about him. Yeah. Whereas in this movie, Matt Reeves does it. And I, I thought he it, it accomplished because you really – you know what's going on, like mm-hmm. you know where you know where the cars are in the car chase, but it's happening so fast that it kind of overwhelms you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it, it, they did a lot of long scenes on that too, so it felt good because you can discern yeah. what was happening. Right? Like, it, but it wasn't confusing. No. Like you can keep track of everything, but it was very intense. Yeah. So what? What you? I was going to ask you about this too. Okay. Um, Shoot. What do you think about the suit in in the context of Batman mm-hmm. movie suits? I liked it a lot. Really? I thought you know it's. It wasn't streamlined. It didn't really look 
uniform. It right? didn't, like, yeah. It looked kind of a little hodgepodge together. Yeah, yeah. Which I liked because, once again, this is year two Batman, right? Like, he's still young and dumb and trying to figure this out. So I like the fact that the the suit didn't look all nice and sleek. Yeah. I, I like that, too. Like, it, it was definitely his bulkiest movie suit. Um, yeah. I mean, cause even, even the Michael Keaton suits, they were, they were big bulletproof suits, but yeah, but those were just rubber latex, right? This one's like made of metal. Yeah. And so that's actually one thing I never liked, uh, the suit in the dark Knight and the dark Knight rises. I didn't like the suits in, yeah. in the Nolan movies. I, I actually really liked the Batman Begins suit. Oh, uh, really? Where okay. it almost just like a one piece of rubber. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like that suit. Do you also like bat nipples? Yeah. He didn't have nipples <laughs> on that one. No, but he also had that like big fat neck. neck yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I at first I really didn't like this suit. I the 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 legs you can't really see the legs, but when the more they look like regular pants, the less mm-hmm. I like them. But they didn't really look like regular pants in this. Um, but like I I really I ended up really loving, it, especially the cape. Yeah. It was this like leathery, uh, heavy. It, it felt and looked like a bat's wing. Actually, yeah. like it wasn't just this piece of cloth, right? Yes. Like it yeah. had substance, and it was it. always wet because it was always raining. Raining. Yeah. But I, I didn't like the mask. I did not like the mask. So I ended up oh, loving okay. the suit, yeah. but just the mask itself, the shape of it. I didn't like the shape of the ears and the shape of his, his forehead. Oh, see, I really liked it because it was very similar to the Riddler's mask. They had the same nose. Yeah. Did you notice about that nose? There's yeah. something about that nose. Is it? Yeah. It's the uh, uh, Adam West nose from the old Batman 1966 show. Oh, is it? Okay. He yeah. has that line. It goes up the side of his nose and across the bridge of his nose. Oh, okay. And down. It's, but it's like drawn on. On, yeah. You know, and light blue. And, no, because uh, it, it was like a piece of something else like put on top yeah. of it. Well, yeah. Well, in this movie, it is. Yeah. It looks like something is sewn on. on like yeah. Like some kind of protective, which I think that, I, I think Batman should always be bulletproof. He should yeah. be wearing some sort of, at least thin, I, I don't want him to go full Iron Man. But yeah. I think he should be somewhat bulletproof, you know, not like it should maybe knock him down. But this perfect this movie did it perfect. perfectly. Yeah, because if you notice, like when he's getting shot by an Uzi and a lot of people don't know this, you probably do know this. I, I know exactly what you're about to say. But those are actually not high powered rounds. No. So Uzi is what's considered a pistol caliber carbine. So yeah. It's Uzi's most of the time shoot nine mil rounds, which is just a pistol round. And uh, Uzis even then have short barrels like pistols, so it's not going to be yeah, like, yeah. even at a higher velocity. Which, there's that whole conversation in our culture today about the AR-15 yeah. and assault rifles, right? But what people don't realize is they're actually like weaker rounds. They're not that powerful. Um, in fact, you can't use an AR-15 to go hunting because they're not strong exactly. enough yeah. you know, to kill the end. But if high, you, they have high velocity, but not a, and that's really about it. But if you notice at the end... Um, so Batman's getting shot throughout the movie. Yeah. But at the end, they have those like sniper rifles or hunting rifles. Yeah. Now those are powerful. Well, yeah, so most of the times those are using like uh, 308 rounds. Yeah, and when he gets hit with that, it really, it's almost like getting punched or kicked, yeah. you know what I and mean? And then to the point where he takes that shotgun blast oh. and it nearly knocks him unconscious because that will have enough force to, and see, you know. I thought that was the perfect way of doing that. Yeah. And I will say this too. I think the, I, I'm sorry, I just keep, <laughs> go, no, please. I feel like I have to say this into the universe. <laughs> like, like my opinion doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. But, the the I think the Batman's cape should always be a glider. I think that should be a standard thing. I think so too. Like in the Dark Knight, in the Arkham yeah, games. Yeah, but they kind of did like the squirrel jumpsuit for this one. Which was an awesome scene. Yeah, it was a great scene. Because it wasn't quite perfect. Man, so <laughs> we're trying to do like a shorter format now, and this kind of sucks. There's so much more I want to say with this movie. Uh, but before we get into trivia, there's my favorite part about the entire movie. Yeah. Was the soundtrack. 
Nirvana. Oh, yeah. Yeah, There's Something in the Way. That was so good. It was so perfect because that song fits the theme and mood of the movie, right? Because the song is really just it, Kurt it was, Cobain. It was perfect. With Plus just his guitar. Yeah. Yeah. And he just strumming like, it's like only like, the, this whole song is only like three chords. Yeah. It's th- three different notes. And, and the song is about homelessness. Well, the Batman song is is based on it too. Like the the, the Batman theme, the orchestra yeah, for, theme. Yeah, because they do the, just the... the do, do, do. Yeah. 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 It's similar. And it's just, it's great because it deals with like homelessness and, you know, there's so many lines that play into it. It's like, you know, all, all these animals have become my friend, which is like kind of like how Batman and his rogue gallery yeah. interact with one another. And as well that like the Riddler thought of Batman as a friend. Yeah. Like and, he's like, we're working together. Why? <laughs> yeah. And they're not. But well, it, let, me, let me ask you this. Okay. What was your favorite scene? Oh, man. Um, that's a good question. That's huh? a great question. Uh, action wise, because of the cinematographer Craig and he just loves good hallway scenes, that hallway fight scene uh, towards the end where he takes on all those guys in the dark and all you get to see is whenever they fire. Oh, a gun. The yeah. Lights, the lights when, he's, when, he's, when he's when he cut the power to the iceberg lounge. Right. Yeah. Oh, it was so oh, cool. Oh. Reminded me of the, the Rogue One Darth Vader fight scene. Yeah. Which yeah. is fantastic. Where it's only lit by the gunshots. gunshots. Oh, yeah. Oh. There is um, honestly the, the intro when he's giving the dialogue. Yes. Uh, the inner monologue, right? Yeah. Which is a very noir detective yeah. uh, thing too. And when you see like the bat symbol go up and then it gives that little montage of like three different crimes happening. And yeah. like, one guy's like spray painting a wall yes! and he drops the spray yes! paint can and it rolls into the darkness. And he's like, uh, they're just afraid of the shadows because they think Batman will step out of any anything. shadow. Yeah. That was so perfect, and man. Then, and then it gets into like the actual one. And what's cool is whenever Batman comes out of the shadows, his footsteps mimic the the beat of the Nirvana yeah. song yeah. too. And very cool. slow and, and he, like, very... walks out. He's creepy. Then, he's yeah. a monster. Yeah. And he comes out. He's like, who the, Who are you supposed to be? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Vengeance. <laughs> I think my favorite scene. I didn't ask, so I know you weren't yeah. going to ask. That's why, I was, Brandon. What was your favorite? <laughs> scene? It was when he's walking into that first murder scene with, and it's covered in police. Oh and yeah, and all the police like stop what they're doing, and they're. It was the mayor. It was mm-hmm. the mayor's house. Yep. And Jim Gordon is is walking, and you can all everything you can see so much with just that. Him and Gordon are friends. Gordon is vouching for him. Mm-hmm. The rest of the officers still don't agree with him. Some of them don't think he should be there. Some of them don't trust him. Everyone's uncomfortable. He's brooding. He doesn't say a, a fucking word. No. Nope. But he solves stuff. Yeah. It, it, to the point where like he looks down on the ground and sees like one of the Riddler's marks. Yeah. And then even like the uh, one of the detectives that's taking photos is like, what is he looking at? Oh, I should probably take a photo of that. Yeah. That's great. Or like even just like the thumb drive. He's like, we're looking for a USB port. Thumb <laughs> Thumb drive. drive. <laughs> It was so good. Oh, so perfect. So before we get into trivia, one out of five. Ooh, I'm going to give this bad boy a full five stars, man. I, I'm right there with I So I'm going to give it 4.8, 4.9. Yeah, okay? yeah. Because I do agree it was a little long. It, it was. Did, it didn't. Yeah. It could have cut a half an hour out. It's a slow. It's a slower paced movie too. It didn't. When I when I watched it, it didn't feel like nearly a three hour movie. But at the same time, like they could have cut maybe thirty minutes. Out. You know it's stupid. You know, I'm so fucking tired. I I didn't get to sleep last night, and I went and I saw it again today. Uh-huh. Did you it, fall asleep in the fucking IMAX, dude? In the IMAX, this the Batman's Batmobile is like rattling my skull, and I fell asleep, and I snore when I sleep, and I know the people around me heard me. I know that happened. I'm sorry. You guys out there, I ruined your Batman experience no, by man. snoring. I don't know how that happened, but I was just... But, Anyways. But it's a slow-paced movie. <laughs> it is. It's great. It's great. Here we go. It's trivia time. 
<sighs> Once again, I know here at the Helios or at Banter and Such. I know the Helios Network. It's a glorious day. Oh, it is because not only did Brando lose last week to the Wayne's World episode with Joko two to five. But he is also an eight-point deficit. I am way against behind. me to twenty-eight to thirty-six. But I will say this: I feel like I'm cursing myself. But the last time we did a Batman episode, you destroyed me. I, I destroyed you. So even though I'm way behind you right now, I feel like maybe this week I might catch up. All right, I'm well, hoping. I'm hoping. Brando, right, I'm gonna roll this stupid thing. Ready? Here go we go. Go for it. Pluck a beard, beard hair. hair. Yeah, oh. that's not too bad. Do you have a? Do you have, um, we're just going just, with a just finger. Gra- just grab it and pull. <laughs> oh, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's right on my chin. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Like, I'm gonna leave it on the table here for wasted truth. Yeah. <laughs> shout well, out to wasted truth. truth. Yeah. Oh, shout out to wasted truth. Um, <laughs> and shout out to uh, Michelle for doing the Despre- uh, depresso martini. That it was the name of the cocktail that Joe came up with. That, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she made last week. Uh, I'm gonna so. rip one before we oh, jump yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh yeah. There we go. All right. Here's how this is gonna go today, Owen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go first. Okay. Okay. And you're gonna answer these questions. Uh, but not only are you gonna answer the question, you're gonna answer it in your best Batman voice. Okay. All right. Where is she? <laughs> you need Where is she? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give it to me. All right. Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne. Was inspired by what musician? Kurt Cobain. Yes, Kurt Cobain. So Matt Reeves was listening to Nirvana when he was yep. writing the script. He was this. actually listening to the Something in the Way song. <laughs> okay, that's going to hurt my vocal cords if I keep going. I got eight more questions. All right, here we go. This is a fun one because it ties into last week. In both Wayne's World 2 and The Batman, there is an Easter egg to this movie. What is the Easter egg and what movie is it? Whoa. Whoa. An Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of the Easter egg in the Batman movie. I mean, there's other Batman Easter eggs. Yes. So, okay. <sighs> Come on. This stuff from the comics. Wayne's World 2. I think I know. What is it? Do I? Can I use my Brando voice? Or you gotta... Yeah, you, you got to do it in your Batman voice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. There's a reference to. I sound constipated. <laughs> There's a reference to uh, the Adam West slide down to the Batcave. There, you are correct. <laughs> yes, uh, it is the Shakespeare head that they push the button in Wayne's World, which is what Adam West used to yeah. do. It's a Shakespeare head that they pull open, push a button, and like lean him in the in the cave. And in the Batman, in one of the scenes in the manor, you see the uh, Shakespeare, and it's on like a pedestal, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. That was All a good right. one. That was yeah. All right, here we go. Um, Christian Bale, mm-hmm. Batman from the uh, Christopher Nolan movies. Christian Bale gave Robert Pattinson one piece of advice for Batman. What was that advice? One piece of advice? Yeah, yeah. From what? from one Batman. Make to sure another. you can pee in the suit. <laughs> yes, that's actually it. <laughs> Hold on, in your Batman voice. I'm sorry. Make sure you can pee in the suit. <laughs> he said, "Make where's sure, your penis? Make sure they where design, is it? <laughs> make sure they design a zipper so you can go pee." <laughs> Uh, okay, let's see here. In this movie, The Batman, Bruce Wayne is called Batman and Vengeance quite a lot. Which one is he called more, though? I believe he's called Vengeance more. He is called Vengeance more. Yeah. 
Because a lot of the times the, the, he's people still don't really know his name. Yeah. So people just call him Vengeance because he even goes, who are you? He's like, I'm Vengeance. Part of it is kind of like a sarcastic thing, too. As well. Yeah, yeah. The Catwoman calls him uh, Vengeance quite Come a lot. On, Come on, Vengeance. Okay, so here's one. Uh, before the Batman, before this movie, mm-hmm. the Batman, Zoe Kravitz auditioned for a role in another superhero movie. What was what was the role? Another superhero movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. She auditioned for yeah. another role. In and another she did su- not get it. She, well, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, I know what my next question is going to be. Um, <laughs> shit. An- I'm trying. Uh, uh, I'm going to guess Captain America. Uh, what role do you think it was? Oh, Jesus. In um, Captain America. It can't be Peggy. It can't be Peggy Carter. So it has to be. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, can you frame this in the form of a Batman voice? <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. It can't be Peggy Carter. <laughs> it can't be. So I'm just gonna tell you. Case. You're wrong. Okay. Just, you're totally wrong. I'm fucking with you. It was actually Catwoman in The Dark Knight Rises. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she oh. auditioned for Catwoman okay. and got turned down. All right. Well. Yeah. Uh, Zoe Kravitz oh. has portrayed Catwoman how many times? Oh, well, obviously she was in the Batman. Okay, so there's once. Um, she hasn't been in either. I was she in the Lego Batman movie? She was the voice <laughs> of, right? of Catwoman in Lego Batman. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, what is the Lego Batman movie? <laughs> That's awesome! Holy crap, dude! I'm so excited. All right, uh, where are we at? Where are we at? All right, here we go. At one point in the movie, Penguin calls Batman Zorro. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the significance? His uh, parents took him to go see Zorro movie, and that's where they got murdered. <laughs> yes, out yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, th- yeah. That there was th- they were coming out of Zorro, the Mask mm-hmm. of Zorro. In Mask some of, of in some of the older versions, they were coming out of a play, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it was the uh, Mask of the fan- uh, the uh, uh, what's it called the the Phantasm, the Phantom of the Opera. Opera. Yeah, yeah. I think, but in, in the older ones, it's, right. it's the Mask of Zorro. Here we yeah. go. The Batman is the second longest running superhero movie of all time. What is the first? Oh. We're not counting Zack Snyder's Justice League. No, we are not counting okay. Zack, yeah. Because that's four parts. Yeah, exactly. Four parts. Uh, I believe it's The Watchmen. It is not. What? It's it not? It is Endgame. What? Yep. Endgame is the longest running superhero movie of all time. It's longer than the Batman? Mm-hmm. How long is Endgame? I think it's like two hours and 58 minutes. And this is like two hours and 45. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. Jeez, you got me with that one. I was for sure on that one. All right. Um, all right. Uh, you should know this. And you should know this. In the movie. So this is a two-part answer. And I'll okay. give it for you for either one. Hit either me. One. Um, in the movie, it is constantly raining. Now, why is that important? Like, what's important about it constantly being raining? Well, you, it raises the sea levels for the Riddler to do the bombing thing at the end. Yes. Yeah, yeah that was one of the answers. Okay. Uh, I, uh, the other one is that the that rain like that is mm-hmm. common in detective movies and noir movies. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, do but I? You get it. Yeah, okay. yeah. It okay. raised, the, it raised the, the water levels so the city could be flooded. Thank yeah. You. Okay. That was Score four to three. Here we go. Uh, fan theory time, because I always like to ask a, a fan theory question. I actually have two fan theory questions. Fan theory is that his detachable 
bat symbol from his chest mm-hmm. is made from what? Ooh, I know this one. Okay, hit me with it. The gun that killed his parents. Because mm-hmm. it kind of kind of looks it, like a gun. There looks like there can be like a barrel or handle Like, like he, he took yeah. it apart somehow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he most notably, he's, his parents have almost always been killed by a 1911, yeah. which is a 100% metal gun, which would yeah. make sense. So it's not like a polymer frame. Well, that was Anyways, all right, we got time for like two more. Uh, no, no, I got, I got a lot okay. more. Oh, man, all right. All right, uh, name, all right, we were talking about noir. I said this mm-hmm. is a noir film. This is mm-hmm. a detective noir yeah. film. Mm-hmm. Name three elements of a noir film. I have seven written down. Okay. But three movie elements that makes a movie a inner, noir movie. Inner monologue. Yes, narrator. Yeah, inner monologue. Mm-hmm. Femme fatale. Yes, femme fatale. Um, and there's always has to be a, a murder. Mm, no, you're gonna need to be a little bit more specific okay. than that. Murder happens in a lot of movies. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so femme fatale, inner monologue, rain. Uh, rain's not on the list, but I mean, because I, yeah. I gave that away in the last one. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Uh, wow. There's seven other. There's. Okay, so femme fatale. Yeah, it, and inner it's, monologue. It's it's a little gray in some areas, but but generally, I pulled out seven elements that are pretty common in noir movies. Uh, most of them have these. Most of it takes place during the night. Oh, uh, I well, give it to me then. All right, I got it. Well, one cynical or anti-hero protagonist. Okay. Uh, two femme fatale. Three short, quick-witted dialogue. Yep. Uh, four high contrast lighting. Okay, yeah. You know, uh, five, narrator or flashback. Mm-hmm. Six, the seedy underbelly of a city. So oh, you, yeah. You were kind of there with the murder. And seven, corrupt authority. Oh, shit. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So, you uh, give yourself two-thirds of a point. Now. Okay. Oh, I thank you. Okay. <laughs> Round down. What? Okay. <laughs> what famous Batman... Okay, sorry. I wrote this question weird. Uh, in the Batman animated series is where we get the line... I am vengeance. Can you finish the quote? I am vengeance. Mm-hmm. I am the knight. <laughs> There's one more line. I'm Batman. Yep. <laughs> I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. <laughs> yeah. Lightning in the background. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I have another one. All right. All right. Zoe Kravitz and Commissioner Gordon in this movie are uh, portrayed by people of color. Mm-hmm. But this isn't the first time that white Batman characters were portrayed by people of color in okay. uh, Batman movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are the others? I have three others. I think they're all three. I think they're all but they're originally white characters, but in the movies, they were portrayed by uh, people of color. Uh, Lucius Fox? Uh, he, or has he always been black? You know what? I... I, I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I, th- I probably he was a white person in the comics. Maybe. So I'll give you that one. Okay. I'll give you that um, one. Yeah. But there's three others. There's three others. Okay. Dang. I'm trying to think of other. Yeah, I know. As yeah, soon yeah, as this... I tell you, you're going to be like, oh, duh. Duh. Okay. Um. Oh, no. No. Alfred's always been white. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. Uh, shit. I don't know. Hit me with it. So Eartha Kitt played Catwoman. Um, the actress Eartha Kitt. Yeah, yeah, she's played Catwoman, and then Halle Berry played Catwoman. Halle Berry played Catwoman, and Billy D. Williams played uh, Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent, that's Two-Face. right. Okay, yeah. I I, I want to kind of argue that because he wasn't. Other, he said, wasn't. Too- no, no, no. You said other characters. I knew Halle Berry and Eartha Kitt. You said other characters. 
Uh, but Joko hates it when I <laughs> debate if I should get a point or not. I mean, so. you can give yourself no, that I'm point. Not, You're just going to hear shit for it later. Yeah, no. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, my next question is actually about Gordon. All right. Yeah. So we all know Gordon is famously known as Commissioner Gordon. Yes. What rank does he have in this movie? Oh, is he Lieutenant Gordon? He is Lieutenant Gordon. No, what? Yeah. I can't believe I'm getting these. All right. Uh, here we go. Zoe Kravitz's mom, Lisa Bonet, mm-hmm. is married in real life to what other superhero? They just got divorced. What? Yeah, Jason Momoa and, and uh, yeah, no. Lisa Bonet split. Okay, Zoe Kravitz's mom, Lisa <laughs> Bonet, is divorced <laughs> from what superhero? Aquaman, Jason yeah. Momoa. That was huge Aquaman. on the internet because like every single woman was like, "So you're telling me there's a chance?" <laughs> so Jason, he comes to Nashville a lot too. He does. Like he's in talent. Yeah. Oh, I'm sad to hear that. Okay, Matt Reeves has directed movies in two franchises with this other famous Batman director. Oh, Tim Burton? Mm hmm. Because he did Planet of the Apes. Yep, there it is. <laughs> That's right. There's the Tim Burton play. Oh, man, that was a terrible movie. Terrible movie. But Matt Reeves, uh, Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my last one. Dude. Here's my last one. All right, I got two more for you. District, the district attorney in mm-hmm. this movie, his name, uh, character named Colson. Mm hmm. Um, he was played by Peter Sarsgaard. He yeah. was the one who he, they, she met her, and he the, blew up. Uh, yeah, yeah, and the, he was high at the Iceberg Lounge. Yeah. Just so everyone knows, Drophead. Um, in real life, he is related to another actor who was in another Batman movie, and that person always, uh, or that person also met the same fate in that movie. He's related to. He's related in real life to another actor. Okay. And that actor was in another Batman movie and died the same way in that movie as he did in this movie. Was it in The Dark Knight, the fat guy? that's like, he told me the voices would go away. No. Because no? he blows up. He's married to Maggie Gyllenhaal. Who, Shit, is he? Who was also a, a district attorney. I did not know she was Rachel Dawes, and yeah, she also she got, got blown, blown up. up. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that was a good one. <laughs> Uh, all right, all I got, yeah, I got two got. questions That's all for I got. You. I'm done. Yeah. It's okay. I got two questions for you, and I'll ask both of them okay. because you are still down, so I think it's only fair that I Am I, I still to... down? I thought well, I was doing good. No, it's seven to five right now, so you're oh, okay. winning, but oh, I'm for saying today, overall, yeah, you're yeah, still yeah. down. I need yeah. the points. I, I've already lost, so <laughs> I'll be spinning the wheel next week. Okay. Robert Pattinson once shared a flat with what other two famous superhero actors? At the same time, the three of them were roommates. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, was one of them Ezra Miller? No. Oh, jeez. Come on. Let me see if I can get the other one. Okay. Maybe Ezra. Well, they're about the same age, though, aren't they? Ezra's younger. Is he? Yeah. Robert Pattinson shared a flat, you British asshole, an apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said flat yeah, to try to look at me. I'm oh, because he's British. Yeah, he's yeah, British. So Robert Pattinson is cu- British. I'm cultured. I know what they call it in England. Other superhero. Yeah. Um, fucking. Uh, Three. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield is one of them. <laughs> what? And who is the third? Oh, they got to be about the same age. Oh, it's not Tom Holland because it's not Tom Holland. It's not Tom Holland. It, you're, uh, but you're kind of close. Oh, and, and the, this person was a superhero. Is a superhero. Is a superhero. Yes. Um, Wasn't it for a while, but then recently just came back. 
Oh, uh, fucking Matt Murdock? Yeah, Charlie Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Daredevil? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give you Wait, a point because I had healthy. No, no, you, you totally walked me through that. So the three of them share an apartment at the yes. same time? Yes. What? Yeah, the three of them live together for a while. What? Yeah, in their 20s. That's awesome. All right. That's Last awesome. question, All right. and this is another fan theory question. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What did Batman inject himself with to save Catwoman? Ooh, so I was kind of, yeah, I think- what what he was trying to actually portray was that it was like adrenaline, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But the fan theory is that it was Venom. It's Venom. From Bane, mm-hmm. who, you know, Bane, he's the one, he, he injects himself with that chemical called Venom, yeah. and he buffs up, and, mm-hmm. and he gets and mega strong. it even has a green tint to it. It does. And That's true. Do, and he does kind of go ballistic. Like, he gets really angry That's after true. taking it. You know what? He probably did that on purpose, man. I don't know. Maybe that was Venom. I just—I I was like, oh, I bet that's they don't. Venom. There's no confirmation from anybody that actually is Venom. This is yeah. why it's a fan theory. But I think it's—I think it yeah. really is Venom. There's gonna be a sequel. It, it, Pattinson signed on for for three. Three, yeah. There's gonna out. Be, they have wait. to make more. I it's can't, gonna be hush. I can't wait. It's gonna be hush. It's gonna be hush. He's talking about Mister Freeze. Also, Mister Freeze would be so cool. Does he have like a realistic Mister Freeze? They need to find a way to bring Zoe Kravitz back as Catwoman. I want her to have her actual mask with yeah. her actual goggles. And yeah. I, I, she, she needs to be in the next movie. She does. They, they got to figure that. So out. So Brando, you have not bro- broken your streak of beating me at Batman trivia. Woo! For today, you got eight points and I got five. We need to schedule some more Batman and episodes. Nine, <laughs> shit. Followed by a string of Star Wars episodes. <laughs> yes. You want to do some Star Wars episodes? We actually were talking yeah. about doing a Star Wars marathon. You would just like totally steamroll me, man. Oh, dude. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, let's, let's fucking go. Oh, hey, uh, uh, Robert Pattinson, you have just been amazing today. Thanks for joining us in the studio. You mm. can find him. Just Google his name. Yeah, yeah. Find him on. <laughs> He, he decided to come back. He's sitting in the corner, just, just perched on a gargoyle. Uh, oh, Bobby P. <laughs> Robbie Pat. Robbie Pat. <laughs> is it is it Battinson? What's his oh, name? Because you had you yeah. had Batfleck. Yeah. You know, Battinson, or is he uh, Batbert Pattinson? <laughs> Anyways, Patton Bat. You can find us on social media. We're best friends. Robert Pattinson follows us. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you can find us at Banter and Such Podcast on Instagram and Banter and Such on Reddit. And we're proud members of the Helios Network, a collection of great podcasts made by regular people. Yeah, check us out at theheliosnetwork.com to see some of our other amazing podcasts like Wasted Truth. Wasted Truth. Shout out to Wasted uh, Truth. Tr- Man, I don't know about you, but I want to get a uh, mustard sandwich drunk so, tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> No, no, thank you. I feel like every time I listen to Wasted Truth, I'm in on some kind of inside joke. Dude, I got mustard sandwich drunk with them on Wednesday. It was bad. <laughs> Those ladies are wild, yeah. man. They're telling stories. When uh, who was it? Was it Nikki or Jill telling the story of the cheese, uh, the grilled cheese sandwich meltdown? That oh, that had? was Nick. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> like the guy just wouldn't fucking. It's like, yeah. Do you did you get it? Yeah. No, it's on. It's it's on. It's on it, my. It's there's I, grilled yeah, cheese on my receipt. So do you need it? Yeah, <laughs> it's on the receipt. Did you, did anyway. you get it or not, dude? Fucking frustrating. Anyways, <laughs> check them out. Wasted Truth. Uh, you can listen to them on any of your major podcast platforms or Wasted Truth Pod on Instagram. And check out us on Podfan. You can support mm-hmm. us. We got a link in the show notes, which I think we just, there was like an error. There was an error. Where people couldn't support yes. us. Couldn't sign up. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, hey man, maybe it takes time, man. Maybe yeah. our viewers yeah, have, no. I was kind of bummed that we hadn't gotten <laughs> any support yet. And then Owen was like, hey, uh, we've been missing this critical component the past six months yeah, didn't realize it 
So you can actually support us now yes. for real. Yeah. Yes. And you'll get uh, access to bonus banter. Bonus banter, which is a bonus show after every single episode that's about 20 to 30 minutes long. And as well, there's different subscription tiers. You get benefits from each subscription tier. That's gets yeah. better and better. We, we got uh, the new merch on the website. Yeah. The shirts are – we've ordered them. No. We haven't ordered them no, yet. No, because we have to get our bank account set up first. Oh, that's right. That's right. We're still in the – we're yeah, still we're getting there. our money. Yeah. But we've designed them. We have designed them. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll be in very soon. We have stickers up. We have pins up. Go mm-hmm. check out our website. Uh, you can go ahead and grab some merch. Yeah. Um, and the shirts will be v- like actually very soon. Very, very uh, soon. With, yes. with Here within a few weeks. So – Man, that's awesome. You all, I love you all. I love doing this. I love watching Batman, Robert Pattinson. I love you. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Banter and Such. Next week, we're talking about a show that I didn't think we'd ever talk about. Yeah, we've never mentioned it before. We've never mentioned it before, and this doesn't really fit the theme of what we do. Yeah. But after watching this show, I was like, we have to fucking talk about this. And we're going to talk about the Hulu original series, Pam and Tommy. It's, it's actually really good. It's really good. And there's a lot, there's a lot going on. There's a lot to talk about. I can't wait. And we have a very good buddy of mine, Josh Portman, who uh, is a huge eighties metalhead and actually DJs under uh, Jeff Leppard, DJ Jeff (laughs) Leppard dresses up whole nine yards. And he's, he's he's in the band too, right? Yeah. He's uh, the basis for yellow card. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you got to tune in. It's going to, we're going to have a great time. Um, Well, I'm Brando and I'm Owen. And until next time, may your week be filled with BS. So the the shorter uh, format, I I like how it made us have a faster pace. Yes. Did you like that? I like. I think that. so too. And as well, I think it will actually make people want to subscribe more because now it's like an hour and then another like 15, 20 minutes rather than like an hour and a half and another fifteen twenty. Yeah, minutes. yeah. Because we got so much more we want to fucking talk about the Batman. I just feel like it.